0: Hello, everyone. Tom Walker here, Massac Unit 1. Today is Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. I am once again joined by our superintendent, Jason Hayes, and we are going to share uh, some information in regards to um, the uh, inclement weather that's uh, in, uh, pending um, or just inclement weather in the future, <laughs> um, school closing information. Um, We're going to look at our e-learning plan um, and some other information um, in regards to COVID update. Uh, Mr. Hayes, uh, how do you want to start us off here with?
1: Well, we'll probably just start talking about um, closing school or changing the school schedule for inclement weather. Uh, We now have more than just the snow day option uh, that we always used to just, that was the only thing we had. So when it comes to inclement weather, and typically what we're talking about is snow, Uh, But we've learned in in not so many years ago that it could be ice, could be a flood. So (laughs) there's a lot of reasons now that we may have to close school. But uh, generally what we're looking at around here are snow days. And so um, in lieu of snow days, the state has now allowed us with the use of technology e-learning days. Uh, But either way, if we cancel in-person school or in-person learning in school, um, there are several reasons why we would do that. And we don't take these decisions lightly. Uh, I know there are probably people out there that think we do, uh, but uh, it's just one of those things. It's, it's really a difficult decision. Our goal is to have school if at all possible, as long as it's safe. I mean, that's what we're here for. We're supposed to have school. Uh, so we always try to have school if we can. Uh, and then um, if we can't, we, the, the way we arrive at that point is we look at information from a variety of sources, uh, first and foremost, the meteorologists, uh, they, they help us out a lot. We have a local meteorologist from Massac County over at WPSD that uh, stays in contact with some of our staff and is really good to us, Trent Oakerson, uh, and we appreciate him. We also have uh, Bo Dotson out in the county with his own weather station that I know – uh, it helps inform a lot of people, so we're pretty lucky in, uh, in the uh, all the people that help us out with this, but we also look at the highway and the road administrators um, and, and the superintendent of roads and, and just different personnel that we have on staff that go out. Uh, I used to be one of these folks uh, for the other superintendent, and now... Uh, I'm out there with other people driving roads. Uh, I know the uh, bus garage or the Robinson bus garage They have personnel that go out and check the roads as well So there's a lot of people going out checking the roads and not just the roads One of the things we have to worry about which closes our school more often than not is our parking lots because it's hard to get all of our parking lots clear um, The county road department does a really good job of clearing the roads, uh, but they have a lot of personnel that do just that and a lot of equipment for that, and we generally do not have all that equipment, so we have to rely on what equipment we do have and contractors. So there's a lot of times we have to close because of parking lots, sidewalks, bus lanes, etc. But we take all that into consideration when we make a decision.
0: And I know you spend quite a bit of time, uh, especially this time of year, uh, listening to, like, the National Weather Service out of Paducah. Their forecasts, their calls, uh, they do put out some information that's specifically for schools and, uh, you know, larger organizations for us to help make us or help us make these decisions.
1: Yeah, and this is a lot easier than it used to be because now with the use of technology, the uh, National Weather Service out of Paducah will have webinars whenever we have weather events approaching, uh, like the tornado a few weeks back, they had several webinars uh, prior to that warning us and, and updating us on what could happen, uh, which is why we canceled ball games and dances that night. And fortunately, it went south of here. Uh, it's still a terrible weather event and uh, terrible for some of those folks. But the National Weather Service is uh, also doing this for the uh, winter weather that's coming. So I have a webinar at three o'clock for school personnel and they're going to update us on the latest forecast. And as with forecasting, it's not exact science. They use models, and the models change from time to time. And I don't know um, if it's just me. I I am not a meteorologist, but it seems like our location next to the rivers here does impact the forecast around here. And, And a lot of times, just across the river, they'll have completely different weather than we will have. And I don't know if there's something to that. Trent could probably explain that. Uh, but it does seem like that river, the Ohio, kind of cuts off a lot of that transition uh, from really bad uh, weather, whether we have it and Paducah doesn't or vice versa. But.
0: Right, and I've seen that time and time again. Again, I'm not a meteorologist either, but uh, there's times where you get that dry spot in the air and we just end up getting nothing. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, it, it could be a county wide is all. Um, so it's a you know kind of an interesting spot, but uh, we do we have to prepare for these things. We can't just brush it off and say, "Oh, this isn't going to hit us." Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing, and and because of our, all this, and because it's not exact science, we as a rule we typically will not ever cancel school or call off in-person learning because of a forecast. I mean, even if they're forecasting and they're almost certain. We will still wait and see until it gets a lot closer because a lot of times these things shift south for whatever reason or north, and uh, we we end up not getting any snow whatsoever, and we've seen that time and time again uh, when we were forecasted to have 3 to 5 inches. So we will wait and see. We try to do this as early as possible. If, it, if at all possible, we'll call it the night before because we do realize how hard this is for parents and guardians and caregivers um, but sometimes that's not possible and uh, if we have to call it the day of as a rule of thumb we try to shoot for 5:30 30 a.m. Um, to try to make that call it's not always possible and I know there have been times in the past when when we had other superintendents that we they had to wait until 7 or 8 o'clock just because the weather didn't get here and then all of a sudden it arrived and so it that will happen but our, our goal is the night before and if not then by 5:30 a.m. that's kind of what we shoot for.
0: So that's, that's what we're going to try to do now in, in terms of actually communicating um, if there is a closure, whether that happens to be uh, tomorrow or any time recently or really any time in the future. We're still going to do this, you know, kind of the, the similar uh, communication channels, whether that's um, sending out our um, or, you know, not just announcing our closings, but you know, our e-learning days or, or whatever, mm-hmm. any other information we have. But we'll do uh, Remind. Uh, that still uh, tends to be one of our largest uh, communication platforms. So that'll be our, for text messaging. Um, we do have an automated caller that goes through our student information system. Um, and, you know, if, if you do have children that are in multiple schools across the district, um, just be aware you, you still may at this point receive more than one phone call. Uh, that's just how that system works right now. We're, we're, we're working on getting that taken care of, but that's just how that is for right now. Um, uh, we do have emails that will go out through that system as well. Um, we still will post this on our social media, meaning our Facebook and our Twitter accounts. Um, we'll post uh, things on our website, uh, usually kind of front and center, we'll have a message, but then we, uh, we've been utilizing, we have a banner up top, so that's something to keep an eye on um, that we'll throw out there for information. That'll just be on our district website. You may see other mentions of it on school websites, uh, but that'll be held at the uh, discretion of the uh, administrator for that building, but we will post anything district-wide on our district website. And then really, uh, you know, uh, kind of uh, things that have been around for, well, since I was in school, um, <laughs> kind of follow the, the local television stations. Uh, for us, uh, WPSD, we, we try to always make an announcement for them. Um, and then the other local stations, WSIL and KFVS-12, uh, we, we try to as best we can. Um, and uh, local radio stations as well, we try <laughs> to hit that. So uh, those are all of our platforms um, outside of... Uh, you know, sending an airplane up with a big banner that says school's closed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have some pretty good communication channels. And I know uh, Kim at WMOK does a really good job of announcing that and announcing it multiple times for us on uh, uh, WMOK. So uh, there are several uh, co- communication channels there. And uh, the Remind text messaging, I'm glad you said that. I'd forgotten about that one. But that's usually step one because it goes out so quickly. The automated caller, I noticed, it takes – uh, several minutes, because, uh, you know, it's calling thousands of people. Uh, so that does take a while. And of course, email and social media is instantaneous. But if you're not on the remind text message group, uh, there are instructions on the website uh, for whatever school your, your child attends, or if there's multiple schools, and you have to uh, sign up for that. Uh, But I believe uh, as long as you have text messaging, it's free, and it's not going to charge you anything. Yeah, and
0: and as long as you're part of uh, your child's school or schools, you will receive the district messages. That's how we actually send those out is, you know, it sends out to all the schools. Um, So we'll we'll, we'll do our absolute best to make sure everyone's informed of, of what we're doing. Um, you know in the days ahead and, and really this isn't just we're not just talking about for you know tomorrow friday we're talking about you know we, we, we're we still in january here so we we've got the potential for some uh, winter weather and uh, as you mentioned before you know we have we've had to close for you know ice and flooding and tornado and you know you just never know so it, it, we oh. have yeah we have certainly certain many different uh things that could potentially happen
1: so well uh, and we use this when we had to close down for COVID too right if right. you remember so I thought we would take a minute and just revisit e-learning because this is new. We used it for the first time last year when we had the snow. I don't know if that was February or March. I can't remember, but uh, we did have several days of e-learning. And the rationale behind that, the reason the state has uh, kind of promoted that in schools rather than traditional snow days is because it allows for uninterrupted learning. Uh, uh even though it's not as good as being in school uh, you don't have to take that pause or that break and if you're not in schools uh, or teaching in schools that, that may not sound like a big deal but that continuity uh, and not taking a break uh, is really important uh, especially uh, from a learning standpoint because i can remember when i was in the classroom just taking a break for saturday and sunday coming back on monday you kind of had to back up a little bit and, and almost restart, and then you kind of got back in the groove on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then you had to stop again. And so when you have these snow days, that really interrupts things, and, and it really throws you back. So uh, the reason for the e-learning is to try to keep that uninterrupted learning uh, going, and uh, you don't have to take that pause. And a lot of it's maybe just practice, you know, or just practicing what they've already learned uh, previously in the year and not necessarily new content instruction, but it allows for that to happen. Um, it is hard and it's hard on parents. So we, we have some uh, some help files that we'll talk about in a minute, uh, but it also allows for consistent in, in the school year. And I know we have parents uh, that plan on that. They've already made plans for when the school and we have this happen every year, sometimes uh, when we have to add days at the end, uh, that that interferes with some with some things and it, it's definitely hard on families and the kids, especially if that would get pulled out before final exams or something. So uh, we don't have to add days on at the end of the school year if we have these e-learning days. So that's another benefit for the students and families. And it also um, promotes research-based technology standards, uh, things that students are going to have to do in the future i do not like e-learning personally uh, but if uh, i were in college today i would be doing it Uh, and not just because of covid they are doing more and more e-learning classes are meeting less and less even while they're in-person classes they'll meet but then they'll do a lot of stuff online these days and that's not going to change that's only going to become more of a i would say commonplace in the colleges and universities Uh, so this is something that will help prepare students for that Um, and beyond that, uh, we're, we're really just trying to fulfill state requirements. So there are some requirements if we use an e-learning day. The state of Illinois, if you lived in Illinois long enough, you know there are a lot of requirements Illinois has that some states do not. Uh, so we have to have an e-learning plan. It has to be approved by the Regional Office of Education and our own local board, which we do have. It's posted on our website. You can, I, I think we threw the link right at the top now, so it'll be easy to find if you want to look at that. Uh, It's more generic, and each school has a more specific uh, plan uh, and schedule, but the e-learning plan has to be uh, used no more than five days a year, so you only get five e-learning days, Uh, and so we would never use more than five, and hopefully we won't use five. Uh, it requires students to track, our uh, schools to track attendance on students, because e-learning day is an attendance day. Uh, it's a work day for staff. It's an attendance day for students. Uh, so our staff have to be available for students. Uh, we have to provide at least five hours of instruction or practice schoolwork. You know, some sort of of, of education work uh, on the e-learning day, and uh, our staff will be available for questions and. Uh, we have to use technology for this, but a lot of it we will use as Google Meet uh, and uh, Google Drive and Google Classroom, and we're pretty much at all-Google school.
0: Yeah, a lot of the teachers do utilize Google Classroom, so I would, I would uh, think a lot of the in- content will come through that. But uh, there are those that still utilize their own websites, or um, you may even see some things come through Remind, or, again, just some of the similar communication channels. And, and other teachers do use other things, ClassDojo, uh, mm-hmm. especially for the younger ones. Um, again, I can't speak to what each and every single teacher does because we do kind of give um, some options out there as to what can be used. But, um, uh, you know, one of the first places to start too is, is if you do have any questions is do communicate with your teacher. If there's, you know, Hey, something doesn't look right. I don't have this piece of information. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I know they're always very willing to, to help address that.
1: Yeah, and most of our teachers, I'd say, are very good about uh, communicating these things out. Most of the younger ones, like you said, will probably use Classroom Dojo or Remind to send that out. I know the older ones will probably be using Remind, uh, but feel free to use that. And the Remind is a two-way communication tool, so you can uh, uh, use that to ask questions as well with your teacher. And I'm sure you can do that with Classroom Dojo mm-hmm. too. I'm not, I'm not yeah, familiar with that one, but Uh, So that's out there. And so feel free to reach out to your uh, your child's teacher uh, or if they're on their own doing this on their own, they can certainly do that as well. Yes, they can. Uh, And we we do have some tutorials. It's on the distance learning page because uh, that's kind of how all this is. E-learning is distance learning. It's just learning from home uh, and through the Internet. So. Um, Mr. Walker has put together with some of his tech team some good tutorials on the distance learning page and we have put the link to that at the top of the district page as well so you can click on that. But one of the first things you'll see if you log into that e-learning page or that distance learning um, resource page, you will see uh, right in the middle a student tutorial video on how to get onto Google Meet. Uh, So if you are at home tomorrow helping uh, your child log in to Google Meet, there's a tutorial right there. I'm sure a lot of our students already know that. Uh, and if you're not gonna be home, you might just uh, tell, tell your child that there is a link there, uh, just in case we do have to use an e-learning day. Again, we haven't called that for sure yet. We're just putting this out there. In case we do uh, have a, a weather event and we can't have school tomorrow, we will likely call an e-learning day and uh, just continue going um, just like we did last year.
0: So um, again, the uh, distance website is just distance.massac.org, uh, and that uh, link is included at the top uh, portion of our district website, which is massac.org. Uh, real quickly, we do want to provide a little bit of a COVID update. Um, the last podcast we did, things we thought had kind of plateaued. <laughs> yeah, um, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, we were <laughs> wrong um but yeah it's 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 taking off again um in our region in our county um is there any specific numbers you wanted to touch yeah, on i'll
1: touch on and what i just want to say one last thing on that page you made on the resource page um i did have some um some feedback and uh if you got to scroll down there there's a wealth of information on this page mr walker and his team's put together but you have to scroll down to find some of it so make sure uh, you do scroll down because some of it—it's it, just on down from there, and there, there's just like I said, all kinds of tutorials and help files, and most of them have links embedded in them. So they're—this you know, is one of those documents that could just take you forever to go through, but. I guarantee you if you're having trouble or your student's having trouble with some sort of the technology end, this would be a place that could help fix that.
0: And there's just some resources on there too that are, you know, if you're just looking for something to do that's not necessarily related to classroom instruction, but you want to do something that's you know, not quite um, just, you know, for pure, you know, fun or entertainment value that there is some good learning resources on there as well for just enrichment or, or to practice or whatever. So mm-hmm. uh, and that does doesn't have to be from uh, an e-learning perspective. That's just a, you know, we could be having regular school and mm-hmm. looking for them to practice on something,
1: and there you go. And you have tips on research and other things that will help them out in the future. So, uh, yeah, on the COVID update, when we last spoke um, – It kind of looked like things were starting to plateau. I even told the staff, I think at one point, the region had plateaued. And then um, some more data hit. And it it definitely hasn't. So, unfortunately, our numbers are going up. Uh, We've had 149 confirmed cases of students with COVID this year and 28 staff uh, for the entire school year. Right now, uh, we have about... Uh, I'd say 55 total staff and students out of school because of COVID, and most of them have had uh, active cases. Uh, we're having fewer close contacts than we had last year. Most of the people that are home actually have COVID and or sick, or they just have been tested positive. So that's something that's here. Uh, I've talked to some health officials. Most of them do not believe that that new variant, Omicron, I may not be saying that correctly, mm-hmm. the uh, whatever. Um, Omicron. The, yeah, that one is not here yet, so we, we feel like most of this is still Delta, the Delta variant that's still hitting us pretty hard. And uh, from everything we've gathered from the local hospitals and doctors, uh, the people that are uh, experiencing the most significant side effects uh, from getting COVID still right now are the unvaccinated Again, I know that's a hot topic, uh, but uh, I think it's important to say that at this point, uh, even if you were not, if you were like me and not not definitely bought into the vaccine when it first came out, it's definitely something to consider because uh, we're seeing a, a lot of serious illness and deaths now, unfortunately, and and our county seems to be uh, hit worse with that than the other counties in our southern seven region. Um. The last thing we
0: do want to touch on, uh, just we try to hit our upcoming dates. Um, this is an actual no school day. Um, so it's Monday, January 17th. Uh, we are off for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So that's just a, a, a normal no school uh, in session day at all. So um, I believe that is our only um, holiday for January. Yeah, that's the, the only one. January, in, yeah, so.
1: January. We may have a half day at the end somewhere, but uh, it's, it's too far off probably to really yeah, even yeah, think about right now. And just to, to circle back on the, on the weather, um, we, I have a webinar with the National Weather Service at 3 p.m. today. Uh, today is January 5th, uh, Wednesday. Um, we'll know more from there. Uh, everything so far uh, is showing that there's a lot of variance in exactly how much snow will hit the ground because of this dry air that's coming through. Uh, and that's going to be something we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, we definitely do not want to call school off or call a virtual or e-learning day if we don't have any snow on the ground that's just something we don't want to do so um, just prepare just in case the forecast says there is snow coming Uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to take that into consideration so prepare for an e-learning day tomorrow just in case Uh, but we have not called that yet for right now the plan is to go to school until we find out for sure that we just can't do that and uh, hopefully that'll be sooner rather than later. The one saving grace here is it seems like this weather system, they're moving the timeline up uh, when I originally saw this, it looked more like Thursday night into Friday, and then it looked more like Thursday, Thursday morning, and now they're even talking about maybe Wednesday night, Thursday morning. So the sooner it starts snowing, the sooner we'll be able to make a decision and a ter- determination on whether or not we can have regular school.
0: Right, and, and you mentioned this before. That's always one of our biggest uh, kind of issues when looking at this um, is the timing of it. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll make sure to keep an eye on everything we will be and again, we want to kind of reiterate the point that this is not an easy decision. Um, I've been around this part of it, doing this for uh, several years, and uh, it's always tough because the last thing we want to do is close school. We want to be here. It's a lot more trouble to actually close than it one would think. Um, so um, our goal is to be here, but if we can't, for terms of safety, you know, we just want to make sure we where uh, information was out there and everyone was well prepared
1: yeah and we we appreciate the patience i know most of our parents really they're very understanding when it comes to this and even when we mess it up so we appreciate that and we will likely mess it up again uh, but we'll do the best we can <laughs> and hopefully who knows maybe this weather will go away south of us and uh, we won't have to call a virtual day or e-learning day at all so uh, we will definitely be in touch uh if you do not hear anything we have regular school
0: yeah. Thanks again and uh, have a great day.